Happy New Year. It's 2022, and we're going to take a little bit of time to learn about who I'm not so you can learn about who I am and how that will help you in 2022. So let's go. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. Well, happy new year, everyone. It's hard to believe it's 20. 22. And it's hard to believe what the past two years have been like on so many different levels, right? And everyone's been affected in so many different ways. So I'm really hoping that in 2022, there's some light at the end of the tunnel with all kinds of things. So it is a new year. Want to embrace a new year for fresh beginnings and fresh starts. And in this episode, what I thought I would do is talk a little bit about, I heard somebody say recently, like, Saying who you are not really says who you are, right? So I want to talk a little bit about who I am not and who I am as far as a designer and how I am here to help and serve and bring services to enhance your life with your home. So what I am going to tell you is I am not the designer with ego. I am not the designer with pretense, with attitude, with making this feel intimidating. Those are all the things I'm actually fighting against because I've helped so many of you over the last 15 years and I have seen no matter how big your budget is, it has nothing to do with budget. People want to feel comfortable designing their home maybe hiring a designer if they need to. And the whole thing just feels intimidating. And I think that's wrong. I think it's a lot of wasted time. I think it's a lot of BS. My philosophy has always been from the very, very beginning, from the first year I started my business. And the first year I started my business, it was called Bella Interiors. And it was called Bella Interiors because One, I'm Italian, so my Italian background, Bella means beautiful, but I really felt that any space, no matter what the size or what the budget, could be beautiful. And the reason I felt that way were for a few reasons. One is that I grew up with a grandmother that had very little, um, really money-wise, and always had a beautiful home. She sewed, she knew how to get vintage items, she knew how to buy right, and she always had a beautiful home. Her home might have been more beautiful, in fact, than some people with so-called money, let's say. So she was resourceful, she knew how to do that. My mother really learned that. And my mother had her own business and was very successful in that, but always had a knack for mixing the highs and lows, making spaces beautiful. You know, her first home was modest. She knew how to buy and sell antiques. That's actually what she ended up doing as a career. It started as a hobby and went into a career. And so seeing that coming from that is part of it. And then when I went out on my own, From the first time I walked into a dorm room, it's my dorm room story, right? I felt like I was walking into a prison cell. It was like cinder block walls. And even though they were painted, it was like cream cinder block walls, really tiny and narrow, one tiny window, not a lot of natural light, brown wood furniture. 
And, you know, I only had half of that space to use. So it was like, well, how can I make this mine? So literally from starting there, living on my own, I brought in, there was a fabric that I wanted on the bed and they didn't make a duvet cover in it at the time. So I bought the sheets and I had my grandmother sew the duvet and I put prints on the wall and I put some accessories on the shelf. And I thought, you know, I can make this mine. And Looking back many years later, I thought, here I took a space that was really awful, cinder block walls, right, and brown furniture, and made it mine. And so that really taught me that any size space on any budget can be beautiful. My first apartments, same thing. I, you know, had minimal budget to buy home furnishings for myself, and I would get vintage, for example, in my kitchen, I got a vintage set of chairs at a tag sale, I spray painted them white. I went to Joanne's Fabric and I bought some cool fabric by the yard and popped the seats out and with a staple gun, recovered the seats and had a whole new set of chairs. So when I look back to what I will call my roots and like my roots of design and sort of the genesis of it all, that was really the foundation. So when I started Bella Interiors, it it was that any space could be beautiful on any budget and any size space. It didn't matter how modest. And I really feel that way. And I feel that way because I am definitely somebody who is sensitive to my surroundings. But I know that we all are, even if you don't think you are, it really affects your psychology, your mood, it supports you in your life. And now more than ever, we've been home more than ever. And it's just it's just critical. I felt, you know, when even when we were homeless, and we were sort of, you know, running many hours at work, traveling, not home a lot, I still felt it was even critical then because you would come home from a lot of stressful, you know, days, running around with the kids, juggling errands, commuting to and from work, traveling, taking a business trip, even a vacation. You want to walk through the door of your home and sort of feel like you're getting a big hug. So that being the foundation of my entire philosophy Combined with the fact that I'm a pretty down-to-earth person and I just am not really into all that pretense. I feel like it's a lot of wasted time. It's a lot of BS. But I noticed that, as I said in the beginning, you know, all of you feel like designing your home is really nothing but intimidating. It's expensive. It's all these things that really prevent you from having a nice home. And it doesn't have to be. I want to knock that wall down right now. We're going to take a hammer and just knock that down because with me, when you work with me, we don't do any of that. I love mixing highs and lows. I do it in my fashion. I do it in my home. So I have designer items that I love, but I also love more than anything running to Marshalls and TJ Maxx and finding stuff. For my home, I will get some things at Home Goods, and I will also go to like a really high-end boutique in my area where I love some of the things and buy some expensive things too. But you don't have to, but mixing the highs and lows, getting something vintage, doing a little bit of DIY, mixing it up. But things are really accessible now more than ever. There's so many different lines available at so many different price points with great looking things that as long as you have somebody with an eye that can guide you, you can really put together a room that is fantastic It is functional, it's beautiful, it makes you feel good, and it's what you like. And that's the other part. I don't want to impose, you know, everything on you. So I want to hear about how do you live in your room or your space or your house? What is your lifestyle like? How many kids do you have? Do you have pets? 
you cook a lot in the kitchen or not? All of those things really play into cues for me of how I pick up on, okay, what kind of materials are we going to use? What type of colors are we going to use? I like to even talk to you about what colors don't you like? Because anything you don't like or you're opposed to, I don't want that in your home. That is surrounded by you all the time. So I want things where you resonate with. They make you feel good. They make you feel happy. They make you feel calm. They make you feel soothed. All of those things are what our home needs to do for us. It is our cocoon, right? And so I like to really listen to all of those things. And then based on that, take design principles that I know and put together a space that works for you with flow, with function. Space planning is really, really important and people tend to neglect it. So that's really what I'm about. I want to knock all these walls down. And then let's get into budget because budget is the biggest sticking point. I will tell you it is the biggest thing holding you back from designing your home. And when I say budget, I mean a few different things. One is that you don't even really know what everything costs. So you say, I want to do my family room, but you have no idea what it even costs. And so all you're thinking is expensive and a lot. And that immediately puts up a mindset of, uh, oh, we can't do that or we can't do it all at once. And the other part is you haven't planned a budget for it. So the way you plan to buy your house, the way you've planned to take a vacation and investigate what that costs, the way you've planned to buy your car and you do market research, right? And you say, what does this cost? Well, it's really funny. I would say nine out of 10 of my clients, at least in the past, never did any research about what does a sofa cost? right? What do rugs cost? And yeah, is there a huge range? There absolutely is, but there's a huge range with a lot of things too. So I really help you. I even have a freebie, but I really help you sit down and go, okay, what are my goals? How much is that going to cost? And I give you tools on how to figure out that cost really quickly. I have some really quick tricks to do that. And then you write down and say, okay, I want to do my family room. I know it's going to cost X. How much money do I have now to put toward it? Can I do it now or not? Okay, if I can't, how much do I have to set aside each month? And what would be my goal? What month could I start this? And once you do that, it's actually attainable. Once you know the numbers. I think sometimes people feel like they're backing into it. They call a designer. They don't know. They find out what is her price for her services. You know, what is their price as far as their budget for how they put a room together and based on, you know, one certain price category. And then if it's not for them, they're like, oh, I can never do this. Well, that's just one person. So that one designer may work for you or not, but there's many, many ways, right, to tackle this. So there's many ways to do things. There's many ways to approach things. And I like to be really creative about it. And that's what really makes it fun. Guess what? It makes it super fun when you find a great looking design that's at a great reasonable price somewhere, right? So budget really blocks us. And that's, I find the first thing that prevents people. And what happens is they just say, well, I'm going to buy the house. We're excited about the house. We've got all this room. We've got this yard. We've got everything, right? And we're just going to figure it out once we get in. Well, I promise you it never works. You never figure it out. I have been in homes that are absolutely stunning, architecturally gorgeous, Everything's beautifully done, high quality, and half the house has been empty. And that's no way to live in a house. You know, I would rather have a smaller house that's fully furnished. That's another part of who I am. So I'm not the person who thinks, 
you know, if you have a beautiful home, but half of it's empty, to me, you don't really have a beautiful home. It's not a home until it's furnished. So that's another part of my philosophy. But how that ties into budget is when you say, we'll just figure it out, it never happens. And what happens is the rooms sit empty forever and ever, a really long time, years. And that's, that's just no way to live in the house that doesn't serve you. So when you're buying a house, you have to include the costs of owning a home, you know, just when you might consider maintenance. And some people don't realize that either coming from the city to the suburbs about, you know, plowing and lawn and gutters and, you know, oil burner servicing and all of that stuff. But you have to also add into your budget furniture costs and you have to research that and figure out, you know, how am I going to do this? Now, you don't have to furnish every room at once you can do it in phases. So you could pick two or three rooms to start and say, these are the the main areas where we are going to be initially. And I want to get these done first. What is that going to cost? How am I going to tackle it? And then make like a second tier plan to say, okay, after six months, one year or whatever, then I'm going to do these three rooms, whatever your budget allows you. Even if your budget allows you to tackle the whole house at once, monetarily, you still from a time standpoint and a planning standpoint, want to take it in chunks. So even when I'm hired to furnish an entire home, like a 7,000 square foot home or whatever, we start with, we say to the client, what are the first three rooms you want to start with? And we pull the design for those, get those approved, ordered, and then move on to the next. So you can do things in phases. That's the other thing that creates a mindset block is you move from the city to the suburbs and you have way more space than you ever had. And it's really overwhelming. And you think, how am I ever going to furnish every room? It's probably never going to happen. And you just kind of come to a halt, but it can happen with phases. And some rooms might need a lot less furnishing, you know, depending on what they're going to be used for. And one room might be just an exercise room. And so, you know, you just need to put your exercise equipment and some mats down and a paint color, you know, so it just depends on the house and how it's laid out. But all of these things create mind blocks for you that I want to break down. I call myself the down to earth designer. Like, let's be down to earth about it. I'm not going to have an attitude about it. I'm not going to have an ego about it. You shouldn't either. Your home can be and will be beautiful without all of that stuff. So the first thing is conquering these mindsets and me giving you the tools to plan, to show you how to budget, to show you how to figure out really quickly what a room costs. I can tell you really quickly what a room costs. I have tools for it. It's on my Instagram. I show you in a video how to do it. I have a freebie. And coming up in first quarter of this year, I'm going to be doing a live interactive workshop with you all about this and walking through my freebie and the budget and the planning of how we knock down that first wall and figure out how to get our home furnished. My accessory course has finally launched. It is here. So to grab it, you can go to my website and click on course. Or if you go to my Instagram page, click the link in bio. That's right. I'm bringing it to you because... Over the last several years, it has been one of the top requested things that I get asked. And it just so happens it's what I'm really passionate about and what I've always loved to do. I always felt like your home wasn't fully dressed until I brought in that last layer and I loved doing it. And I love styling for my photo shoots. And most of the time I bring in all the accessories and get everything styled for a photo shoot. Guess what? The client wants to keep it all. Well, I'm going to show you my secrets, my tips, my tricks. It's going to be in a really simple video course 
broken up into modules that are going to be easy for you to get resources, solutions, and really quick wins at an affordable price, all with direction from me. So you can have your home looking like those sitting in a magazine or how I set them up for photo shoots really easily. I'm super excited. So if you're scratching your head about what to put on your coffee table, what to put on your mantle, how to arrange it, what to put in your bookcases, you're going to want to go click that link in bio and get this course at a very affordable price. I hope to see you there. So the other thing I'm about is let's not take it so seriously. Yes, it's an investment and it's money. So that tends to put us in this mode of just not being able to have any fun with it. Well, you should be able to have some fun, right? You've spent and invested a lot of hard work and time and money into getting this house. It's been a big goal and making it beautiful should be spending your money wisely for sure and having some fun, you know, making it a little playful and enjoying it and saying, wow, I really love this and I love how it's going to make me feel. And, you know, really that's what happens. It's the transformation of when I go back to my original philosophy of Bella Interiors, my other thought at the time was when I was done working on a client's home, all I wanted in the end was them to walk into that room that we designed collaboratively. And when it was completed, go, ah, it's beautiful. And not only is it beautiful to the eye, to the touch, but it works. It works for their family. It works for their lifestyle. It's comfortable. It's not the room you don't want to sit in. Rooms have to be inviting. They have to be warm. I don't want you to have a room in your house. No one goes in because it's so precious. What's the use of that? I mean, you know, your house, it's not, it's a museum in a way, but let's call it a living museum. (laughs) You want to walk through it, touch it, sit in it, you know, you can have artwork on the walls. And that, that's the other thing. People get really intimidated with artwork and that shouldn't be at all. Buying local art is awesome. There's so many artists in your area and you can start small. There's so many things available now. Instagram is a great place for inspiration for art. And don't be afraid to buy art that you like, whether you're on a vacation, whether you meet a local artist, search out local artists in your area for sure. So you know, let's call it this living museum. And so the point was for every client to feel like when I was done, oh, this is just, it's beautiful and it feels good and it functions well. Because here's the thing, someone can come up with the most beautiful design. And this was the first thing I learned in design school. You can come up with the most beautiful design, but if it doesn't work for your lifestyle, then nothing about it is really good. If it's a room you don't feel like is inviting that you can enter, if the furniture is uncomfortable, if a fabric is scratchy, if there's dim lighting and the room just feels dark, none of that is going to serve you. So a beautiful design is really a collaborative process and taking into account how you live, what makes you feel good, and then putting it all together aesthetically so that it is beautiful, but it's beautiful on the outside and it's beautiful for let's call the inside while you are living there. So that is a huge thing with me. These are all huge points that I'm mentioning and I have found that they actually make me a little bit more unique in my industry um, because I really want to approach this 
very realistically with you, very, very down to earth with you and really say, this is accessible and give you the permission to say, yes, you can mix highs and lows. Yes, it's okay to buy, you know, something at West Elm. I have during COVID, I had a chair in my family room that I wanted to replace. And I found this really cool chair that I loved at West Elm. And it was marked way down. It was whatever. It was great price. It was a cool shape. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it. It was COVID, right? We're all sort of like doing all these things. And it's like the favorite chair in the house. And it looks great in the family room. And it's so cool. And everyone comes into the room and like, where'd you get the chair? And then I had posted it on social media. And I probably got more DMs about that post than any post during the year of 2020. And everyone was like, where did the chair come from? So I referred a lot of people to West Elm. They probably sold a lot of them, which was great. But you know, that's okay. So there's stuff at Target that's fun. Believe me, there's some home accessories and things. And I give you permission to say, if you like that and that works in your house, let's get it. So you've got to be able to give yourself permission, let those walls down and just say, this is all okay. Okay. And so here's another part of me that you should know. This is the the last piece here. And this is really interesting. You know, everybody, well, first thing is when you're invited to somebody's home for a consultation, the first thing everybody does is apologize. The house is a mess or sorry, I don't have this. And it reminds me of like when you walked into the hairdresser, like I was always like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really like do my hair today. Like the way, you know, doesn't look as good. And people do that with designers. It's kind of funny, but know that I'm a person too, and my house is a mess. I mean, a lot of times they'll say, sorry, the kitchen's a mess. And I'll say, don't worry about it. Mine is too. I had to dash out of the house, you know? And so, you know, I just got everybody ready and out of the house too. And I haven't cleaned my kitchen yet either. So I'm real about it. And I was having this conversation with a client the other day because we both have teenage girls. And I was saying how, you know, sometimes the bathroom is really a mess with teenage girls. (laughs) And she's like, well, it couldn't possibly be at your house. And I said, well, yeah, Yes, it could possibly be. How couldn't it be? You know, so yeah, as a designer, you know, we're still people and we still are living in our homes and there's no need to make excuses. We all dash out of the door with the messy kitchen or the messy house or have the kids that have messed up the bathroom and needs to be cleaned or there's clothes on the floor of the teen bedroom, right? So that's one thing I really want to break down too, is that my house isn't always perfect. I mean, that's the other thing too. People say your house must be, you know, perfect. And certain times, depending on when it is, I'm laughing because like right now, because I'm redoing some stuff. So I'm redoing my kid's bathroom. That's a mess right now. And it really needed tile and the tile looked awful before. So anyway, you know, there are always things that I'm doing too and having to update and having to redo or things that I didn't get to. Like my kid's bathroom, the tile was actually very livable for a long time, but it really needed a refresh and now it's time. So yeah, did I live with it a little bit too long? Yeah, I did. So it happens to me too. So I just want to be relatable in that way as well and say it it happens like don't feel that intimidation like my house is so perfect either. My house is constantly evolving updating. I'm having to get to things that, you know, I didn't get to. And I'm finding right now, there's a lot of what I call like these small little areas that I didn't tend to because I'm like the shoemaker, right? I'm fixing everybody else's shoes. So there's things here that I didn't get to because I've been busy helping other people. So I'm taking those small areas and getting those ready for myself. So never feel like, oh, well, her house must be perfect. And she's going to walk in my house and just judge my house. 
No way, no how. It's not happening here. That is not what I'm about either. We are all in this together. We are all raising families, have the stress, have days we're rushing in and out, days we have the messy house. It's just called life, folks. And I'm just a part of life as you are and never, ever feel that way, at least with me. So having said all that, let's do this in 2022. Let's just cut the BS, right? Let's get down to earth about decorating our home. Let's feel it is accessible. Let's give ourselves permission to buy what we love, to not feel intimidated, to know that it is all attainable and that you can do it. And I'm here to help you do that in 2022. So if you are struggling at all with this, if this resonates with you at all, these feelings that I've mentioned that I know come up a lot I'm here to help you, and we can even schedule a free call for 15 minutes to chat about it. No strings attached. Just I'm really here to help. I'm really here to break that down because I just, I don't like it. I don't like being treated that way. I don't want to treat anybody that way. I want to make this fun. I want to make it so you have this attainable goal of having a great home. There is absolutely no reason in the world why you shouldn't, and if for some it takes a little bit longer to get there, who cares? right? I'm still, I feel like evolving in my home. There's things that I've changed. I still have things that I have to do. And so let's just do it together. I'm here to help you do that and make it beautiful. And that is what I'm about. So with that, I want to wish everybody a very happy and a very healthy 2022. It's been a rough couple years. I hope that 2022 is a bit lighter for all of us. And I look forward to bringing you a lot of new and exciting things and attainable services to help you. So I've got really simplified, easy things for you. I already have a digital service that everybody's loving if you want to get your room you know, decorated quickly on your timeline and your budget, that's a great one. And you get your plan in seven to 10 days ready to go and execute. I've got freebies. I've got a course to show you how to accessorize. And once all the furniture comes in to make all that stuff look beautiful, like your coffee table and your consoles and throw pillows on your sofa. And then I've got a live workshop coming your way, which I can't wait to do. It's going to be interactive and we're going to really break these walls down so that if you are struggling getting your house furnished, this is going to help you get to the next step. So a happy, a safe, and a healthy 2022. And I look forward to working with you. Please connect with me. I really look forward to it. From my home to yours, I'll see you soon. And as always, you're going to want to always head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com. I've got a wonderful new freebie for you called the Room Planner. And most of the time that you're not getting your house decorated, it's because you don't have a plan in place. This helps you cover it all and get it in motion so you can accomplish your home design goals. Go grab it now. It's totally free. And my course is also still available on the website along with so much more. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.